the mules are in the corral. Welcome to Mule Talk, and I'm Cindy K. Roberts, your host. On Mule Talk this week, we ventured down to Eminence, Missouri. We've been riding the trails, and of course, I had to stop in and talk to Ryan Liggett of C&L Saddlery. And Ryan is an expert about saddle fit, among other areas, I'm sure. So, Ryan, thanks for coming back on to Mule Talk. Yes, ma'am. Thanks for having me, Cindy. Well, uh, so let's talk a little bit about saddle fit because uh, that always comes up when people bring their animals down here. So what are you seeing as far as issues? As I'm seeing a lot of kissing spine nowadays. Uh, seems like you're, you're just seeing more and more of that uh, saddle fit issues. We see tons of them. I mean, we fit thousands of horses a year, but it seems like in the last year or so, I've seen more and more kissing spining. Uh, okay, now explain what are we looking for when when you say kissing spine? Yes, ma'am. You've, uh, you've seen it on a horse's back. It's, it's right over their hips there, and there'll be a little knot come up. Uh, a lot of times, it's a genetic thing, and, and it doesn't. People come in here a lot, and they want to change saddles, but really i don't know that they could even change saddles to fix it we've got a pad that helps with it and uh, there's a lot of things you can do but i see a lot of kissing spine if you were asking about issues i'm seeing more of now seems like so that's like a little knot or a bump that's raised above the spine yes ma'am it's it's you can actually see the vertebrae and a lot of times people come in and they've just rubbed it and they've got a little sore and there'll be some inflammation there and stuff and we can usually fix that uh then there's other times that they come in and they've been dealing with it for years and it's calcified and it's just never going to go away so then we have to just do the best we can with, with what we've got to work with well dang that doesn't sound like a really good issue to have i mean okay so you've got saddle pads that that you can work with most animals they work uh and and there's a lot of different pads you can use not just the ones we build but uh they'll work sometimes i mean sometimes it's just so bad that you just can't fix it you know uh and i hate to even say that but Sure. But there's a lot of things you can fix, and there's some things you just can't. Okay, so is this like a painful issue? I mean, is there pain involved? Oh, yeah. I mean, you I've seen horses where you just run your hand down their back, and they'll just almost drop. Okay. Uh, I'm sure you've seen mules and horses that way when you brush sure. down their back right there at the back. Okay. You know, right. and, and there's things you can do to the saddle sometimes. You know, sometimes it is a saddle thing, and we can figure it out. People okay. come up here all the time. Yeah. and. It, it's a combination you've got to figure out what combination works with that particular animal and you've got to figure out what saddle is going to work along with the pad and along with the person's weight there's a there's a whole lot of stuff that contributes to it and you have to figure out what's going to work best in that situation oh wow that's uh wow that that's quite a science to to do that but you're the, you're the guy i mean you're the guy to come to with a saddle fit or tack fit issue I mean, I've heard more people say, you know, just great things about you. And, of course, you've helped me out over the years. So uh, I do respect your your knowledge on it. Well, thank you. But you kind of put the stress on me now. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> okay. Um, also, what there's other issues that you've seen uh, going on out there, right? So what else is kind of a thing you know, in, in all honesty, a lot of saddle fit issues we see are man-made. Uh, and I might have talked to you about this before. Sure. 
but it seems like people will watch something on YouTube or they'll read about something and they'll read about this pad that's going to fix everything. And, you know, and those pads are generally specialized. So that doesn't necessarily mean it was made for their particular issue. Does that make sense? Yes, I get it. And so they won't have a problem at all. And then they'll come in and all of a sudden they have a problem and we'll do nothing more than change pads. Over padding is a huge issue. Oh, sure. Huge issue because they'll take a saddle that fits. They'll put on a big old thick pad on there to thinking things are going to make their animal more comfortable. Well, you didn't put on three pairs of socks when you put your shoes on this morning to make them more comfortable. Uh, no, I did not. You know, uh, right. so you, you pad your horse just like you would your feet. I mean, you, you just got to, yeah. it's all about surface area, and you want the pressure to be as close to the same all the way across. Oh, man. Uh, but you also, I mean, you, you make saddles, and you custom make uh, just about anything leather. Am I right about that? Yes, ma'am. We we can pretty much build about anything. Okay. And you did a really nice head stall for me a few years ago, and I really, really like that. I'm still enjoying that. And when you build something, it lasts a long time. i got to say that. It's not cheap-looking, and, I mean, it's good-looking stuff. Well, thank you. We do the best we can. So, well, don't you have a dog around the store? I mean, uh... Well, we don't have one, but Miss Denise does, and she brings hers almost every day. Okay. <laughs> that kind of keeps things interesting. What kind of dog is it? You know, I have no earthly idea. He's uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like a Heinz fifty-seven. <laughs> he is, but he is extremely smart. I've never seen a dog like him. He will. He comes and goes at will. He he goes outside. He stays out of traffic. He comes back in. He will bark at the door when he's ready to come back in, and he'll go to the door and bark when he's ready to leave. And he just comes and goes. He. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> He's the best kind of dog, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how about that? Uh, but who feeds him? Oh, Denise does. She takes <laughs> him home every day. That's her kid. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's funny. Um, now, I see you you do jewelry work. You've gotten into the jewelry. Now, tell me, what possessed you to start doing that art form? Well, actually... Uh, I started the jewelry before I started the saddles. I started engraving before I started leather work. Okay, mm-hmm. from way back. Way back. All I've right. been full-time since 96 in leather and silver. Wow. Okay, so what is what what what's the most popular jewelry item that that you're making? That's that's really going big. Right now, uh honestly, it's either the brand rings or engagement rings and we do a lot of engagement rings. Mm-hmm. We hand make them all, and we build them all in house, and it's a pretty neat deal. Okay, and what kind of stones, and what kind of? I mean, what are we looking at? We do pretty much any gemstone, and we even do a lot of CZs. Uh, we do diamonds, uh, moissanite, sapphires, rubies. Uh, we've said about anything. And you do silver bands, and copper bands, and gold bands, and. Um, we do pretty much any precious metal any precious Mm -hmm. metal wow yeah we can pretty much make whatever you want okay wow that's really interesting you have to have a really good eye for that i've got a really good microscope (laughs) (laughs) i saw you looking through that thing i mean that's pretty cool so you can really so do your eyes ever get tired from doing that 
Not really, but but it's all in. I've got a really good microscope. If you buy a cheaper microscope, I tried a cheaper microscope and it it hurt my eyes. But this one here is a really good one. Okay. Okay. Good. Wow. When is there a slow time for you? Because I know you take orders all across the country. Yes, ma'am. As of this afternoon, we're about 102 orders behind. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, we don't have slow times anymore. I kind of miss the days when we did, when we just kind of built what we wanted to, but those days are gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been very good to see you. And so tell me about the pads. Is there like, I see a lot of pads out there, and a lot of people are going for, like you said, what they see on YouTube and everything. What about the Navajo pads? I mean... Oh, there's nothing wrong with Navajo pads. We've used them for hundreds of years. Uh, and there's a lot of horses that I tell, I'll jerk the pads off and they will run nothing but a Navajo blanket. And that's the way we have to make their saddle fit. You know, uh, if you put too much pad under there, the saddle's just not going to fit. And a lot of my customers come in here and they don't really have the money to go buy a, go buy a brand new saddle because they every time they get a horse you know so we have to try to work with what we've got and i try to show them how to pad each horse individually and 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 the way we pad and it seems like that's the best way for us uh as far as different issues there's a ton of really good pads out there you know uh pro choice classic uh makes good pads uh csi pads are great impact gel pads are great i mean i'm naming pads i don't even sell but but they're good pads but again, when it comes to padding, you got to find that combination because every horse is an individual, just like people. Right. Okay. Now, but what about your trees? I know most people like to keep that under under their their key. They don't want to really give out who makes their trees or what kind. But you kind of have a really good market for getting different trees in. Oh yeah, uh, we buy trees from quite a few different places. Uh, but it depends on which saddle we're building at the time you know if it's a uh for ranch cutters we'll use one company for our ranchers i like that another company's trees a little better than another's i mean we we just kind of go with whoever i like the tree the best which i mean the nice thing about the tree companies we do business with is they're really good to change the trees however i need them to oh that's good Mm -hmm. wow and and our horses have changed so a lot of problem with a lot of the older tree companies they've used the same trees since the dawn of time you know since they opened the same measurements same gullet same bar angles you know same bar spread they didn't change anything and we our horses are different now people have got bigger you know since the 50s and horses have too we don't ride them as much mm-hmm. we feed them better you know we keep them on a tighter worming schedule we do things different now so these horses are bigger stouter and and the trees had to evolve with that oh that's interesting yeah that's all so true well ryan this has been a really fascinating interview and i want to thank you for taking the time to be on mule talk um so do you have a website we do. Uh, it's cowboyspecialist.com. Okay, and you guys are on Facebook? Yes, ma'am. Uh, we're on Facebook with uh, Cowboy Specialist, and we're on uh, Facebook with Lorena Rose Jewelry. Very good. So how do you like to be contacted? Is it either through email, text, or phone? or What, what is the best way that to contact you? 
the girls in the office that kind of run things, they like to, uh, they like email and text. Sure. I'm pretty old school. I, a phone call won't bother me in the slightest. I can answer a whole lot more questions faster. <laughs> okay. I get it. <laughs> My thumbs ain't very fast. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Thank you, Ryan. And we'll talk again soon. Thank you, Cindy. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or a sponsor, send me an email. Everycowgirlsdream at gmail.com. Gotta go. My mule is looking for me. Meal Talk is an Every Cowgirl's Dream production.